Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. This is our first preview of the football season, and Joe couldn't be happier. Yes, sir. I'm ready. So I am ready, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I know. Big We've game. Talked about it. Once it gets rolling, I'll be fine. Once it gets no, it rolling, started on Saturday. There's only twelve what, games. I but. understand that, but once Syracuse, I watched the UConn game, which I was, a little bit right. I watched it from about the second quarter till I lost interest in the fourth quarter, about halfway. Through. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of interesting because I know uh, Taquan Roberson is a transfer from uh, Penn State, actually. And he started the, the game, and he got the first touchdown, UConn. And UConn actually went up 14 nothing in this game. Yeah. Uh, but he was out of the game late. Their second-string quarterback came in. They struggled to throw the ball. Uh, and once Utah State figured out what they were doing, Utah State put up a 24 spot in the second quarter. And uh, from there, really, UConn didn't have anything. So I remember I called you, and I was like, oh, I don't know if this UConn is going to be as big of a gimme as we think. Uh, they got a pretty good running back. But, um, yeah, it just seemed like they weren't very diverse on it's offense. Uh, and the longevity of it. They just <clears throat> they just couldn't hang long enough. But they jumped out quick, and it looked good no. for a little bit. But For a second, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Florida, Florida State, UNC took care of their, you know, their FCS opponents, um, you know, which is was expected, you know, and I even got to watch a little bit of old old uh, Tommy DeVito got the the starting job at Illinois. Brett Bielma, the the coach over there, and they were playing against Wyoming at uh, at home, and um, he, I mean, he didn't look horrible twenty seven or uh, thirty seven for one hundred ninety four yards and two touchdowns, but yeah, you know, did you you listen to? The what's floating around social media and all that, right? I heard about it. Okay. Well, I got the clip. No, you so, don't. <laughs> yeah. So, look, the one well, one rule we kind of have here is that when people leave, then we wish we wish them the best and yeah. we, we let them go. Mm-hmm. It's not once an orange, always orange, in my opinion. If you leave and you go... No, well, Illinois is orange and blue, too. <laughs> he almost I mean, looks the he same. He kind of looked... Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. Yeah, Minus, yeah. It wasn't 13, it was three, but he kind of yeah. looked like... And wrong, instead of an S, there was an I on his helmet. Right. Other than that. Wrong shade of blue. Uh, yeah, a little bit, but, yeah. But, um, you know, 
it's just wasn't a good fit. I don't think Tommy wanted to be here. And this clip kind of shows, I mean, you tell me, but I'll play it. We'll talk about it. Um, it's not too controversial or anything. And I'm, I'm not hating the guy. I'm not hating on him at all. He think, I think he did good. It's a good opening game for Tommy DeVito. He seems very happy where he's at. And um, for him, that's that's great. That's what he's looking for. That's all that matters. But let's listen to this, and we'll talk about it real quick after. Good to go along with that, what about the offensive line? Because they, they really gave you great protection as well as making holes for Chase. Those guys. Listen, I'm not taking any shots here, but I think this was the first game that I've been in where I did not get sacked. Am I fair to say that? So they did an awesome job. I mean, as far as the play calling as well, just scheming it up against the defense, because obviously we didn't know what exactly we were getting into. Yeah, I'll ask you, Tommy, the run game and pretty good pass protection. This is kind of a new world for you, huh? No doubt. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, my body feels good right now. I'm still going to hydrate and take care of it going into the week because we have a short week coming up with the game on Friday against the Big Ten opponents, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, I don't know much about Wyoming. So with that said, Joel, I'll leave that up to you. You probably know more than I know, so I'm, I'm going to stay in my lane. But I'll say this. Um, the... Uh, it, if you watch it, it looks teed up. He's ready for it, okay? And if it is it is a shot, and here's the thing. It is a shot. It's a legit shot. It's, I mean, it's not... You can't sit here as a Syracuse def- fan and defend the fact that the offensive line has been awful, right? So there's two things he misses out on, in, in, in my opinion. First of all, the reporters are totally egging him on, Okay. There's one guy snickering, oh, yeah. and then there's there's the second reporter there. I'll say it, Tommy. Well, you know, no, you got the no. run game. Dude, you had Sean Tucker last year. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> so um, there's two things here. First of all, he says, I'm not trying to take shots here. Take the shot and own it. Be a man about it. Own that poop. Do it, and do it right, and own it. And, and that gains respect, okay? Yeah. Whether, whether or not, whether or not, us Syracuse fans like it or not is true. The only thing that's not true is, is in his last start for Syracuse, he did not get sacked. I only had to go back one game to check. <laughs> well, so, he didn't play the whole I get game, it. no, either. I get it. I get it. Um, true. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. Um, he's missing the point of why he wasn't there. And the point was that he was getting sacked a lot because he wasn't as mobile. Syracuse had a problem. That problem is the offensive line. To fix that problem, they put in Garrett Schrader. He performed well. His athleticism uh, was needed for sure last year, which is why Tommy lost his starting job. And um, I think that's missed. Like It wasn't because they didn't like Tommy. It wasn't because of this, that, or the other. I don't think Tommy wanted to be there. I think his true feelings showed You know, he doesn't feel like he was getting um, enough respect on the offensive line end of things. So that's, yeah. that's my take. Well, in like what you said, I mean, it is a shot. Don't, sure. don't, yeah. don't preface a shot with, I'm not trying to take a shot, but you, you don't have to say it then. Right. Right. We all know what the deal was, but at the end of the day, we talked about this for the past couple of years that DeVito was there. I think we got to a point where we said that DeVito wasn't going to be able to be successful unless there was a really good talent around him. Right. He wasn't going to be the guy that and we talked about that. And I we bet also you talked there's last audio year, of it. Sure. Of us saying we, that. Yeah, and we also talked last year about the fact that it wasn't just the Lions' fault. It wasn't just the quarterback's fault, but the receivers, the offensive coordinator, a lot of that stuff uh, got better. So, again, you know, 
not owning up to it because at the end of the day, like you said, Schrader didn't get a sack as much as him. Schrader handled that pressure and handled the lack of that talent around him a lot better. And that's why he's not there, right? So maybe Illinois does have a little bit of, you know, uh, better talent around them. Or maybe Wyoming's just not that good. Um, to me, again, it's just kind of, you know, we've always kind of, and again, we, we wanted him to be great, right? And when he left, we want him to have a good career. But I think that there's been a little bit of cockiness surrounding him. And I think, you know, people have kind of felt that, especially around the Syracuse fans and stuff. And just to come out after a, a you know, a non-conference game against Wyoming and talk like that. I mean, look, they got Indiana this week, Friday at eight o'clock. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On Fox Sports 1 for all y'all that want to watch and see how many times he doesn't get sacked or how well he does. But, um, I mean, let's be honest. Chase Brown, he had 151 yards rushing and three total touchdowns. Uh, They were all ahead the whole game. And he averaged, uh, you know, 5.2 yards a um, carry. No, a throw. Tommy did a, a completion. So, I mean, the long, the longest throw was, I think, or the longest completion was 27-yard throw. Um, so, you know, he managed the game. Let's see what happens when they need to score, they need to match, you know, other teams are scoring and stuff like that, or they play, uh, you know, a, a better defense. Um, so, again, you know, it's – you look at it and you're like, eh, but I always look at that like, okay, like I, I'm, I'm not wishing the worst on you, but like – no. The karma's, karma's kind of a bitch, you know? It's just... And there's a long season there. I don't so. think our... Look, I don't think it's any secret how we felt about last year's quarterback controversy, if you will. I've been pretty honest about it. That's one thing we are on this show is we're like... I'm not going to say the things I feel like people want to hear. Joe, I know you don't. You're gonna. You, we kind of just say what we think. And, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's shallow and... Sometimes it's even more shallow, but we at least say what we're going to think, what we think, right? So, um, you know, good on Tommy with with the win. Like you said, we'll see. I'm old enough to remember the time Tommy DeVito came in for Eric Dungy in the UNC game and lit the place on fire, and we thought he was the next coming of uh, Joe Montana. So, uh, you know, and then fell on his face thereafter. And I think, you know... We remember that, okay? He's got talent. There's no doubt about it. How much talent? I don't know. That's all, really, 
keep an eye on it. You know, it's the same thing with Kadari Richmond, kind of in a way, is that I don't think they wanted to be here. You know what I mean? It just it just didn't feel like didn't feel like to me that they um, were were I don't know if it was a fit in thing, but just didn't seem like they that's did. What I mean, I think sometimes things don't fit. You know, it, it, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, you know, he sat for a little bit watching Eric Dungey and, and he finally got a shot and just the pieces weren't there for him. So anyways, yeah. Um, anyway, normally we wouldn't bring it up, but he took the shot. I feel like everybody should hear it and kind of think, you know, just yeah. add your thoughts. So, okay. Yep. Um, look, the all-time series between the Cardinals in Syracuse sits at 13 and 7 in favor of the Cardinals. Um, They've taken 10 of the last 12, dating back to 2009, okay? Um, Syracuse has only won one out of the last eight games since uh, joining the ACC uh, in 2014. They've played on the road five out of eight of those games um, due to, I mean, a lot of that was the COVID stuff that was ridiculous. Um, So you'd hope something would change soon, and why not the first game of the season in in a newly named JMA Dome, right? To do so, obviously... Though requires the Orange to contain Malik Cunningham. The guy rushed for over 1,000 yards. He led his team in rushing last year. Um, he passed for close to 3,000 yards with uh, 2,941. Uh, out of 337 pass attempts last year, he only threw six interceptions. Um, just that's remarkable. Seventh best QB rating in the country, according to Noon's Magician. Uh, so between his elusiveness and the offensive line, he was only sacked 20 times last year, which seems, I mean, when you think about it, I guess it's not a ton, but it's not. It's not great. I thought it would be lower. Uh, the defense gave up an average. Their uh, Cardinals defense gave an average up an average of 27 points last year, but combined for 31 sacks and 15 turnovers. So um, there's room for them to improve there. But um, this will be Cunningham and Satterfield's first time playing together as Cardinals in the Dome. It's both their fourth year. Is that right? Is Satter- but has Satterfield been to the Dome for no. another school? He had- okay, all right. I just didn't have time to look that. No, up. I, I I listened to his his uh, pregame his presser press and conference? he said he's never been there. Yep. Okay, um, so they're gonna return uh, the second and third leading rushers and Jalen Mitchell and, and um, Travion Cooley. Um, the returning tight end Marshall Ford, who uh, ended up the lead receiver last year, and then uh, to the press conference that you're talking about. So I think it's is it Tyan Tyan Evans. Yeah, he was listed as their starting running back for coming into the dome. Um, Evans is a transfer out of Tennessee, so all together, all together, that gives them four de- pretty decent running backs with with him, Jalen Mitchell, uh, Jawar Jordan. Uh, we all know Jawar Jordan from Syracuse, and uh, Travion Cooley. So Satterfield noted in his press conference, "It's going to be a good competition for those guys. Uh, basically, they're all going to be used, and um, they're stacked at running back." Second thing noted out of the press conference was that the Cardinals have been dominating Syracuse, um, as we already mentioned, and of course um, had to play Louisville last year on Lamar Jackson Day <laughs> at, at no. Louisville, right? Forty-one to three loss. Before that, thirty-one to zero loss. Two thousand nineteen, the fifty-six to thirty-four loss, and then two thousand eighteen 
was was the year that was the game I went to at the Dome, um, Eric Dungy's last home game where they where they beat the Cardinals. Of course, Satterfield played coy about the whole thing, and as he should, right? Um, he didn't. He says he's not putting any stock in previous games. So, um, also the buzz around Louisville apparently for the preseason is that Satterfield may be on the hot seat coming into this year. I I don't think so. I feel like he's a good coach, but you know how fans are. So. He noted that he's trying to build a program. Every year is cru- crucial uh, when you're trying to do that. Of course, he just stated that he's just going to go out there and win, right? So obviously, Joe, for both teams, this is a huge um, opener for the year for them. Uh, uh, it'd be huge for either one of them to come away with a conference win, first game of the season. I'd say it's big for either team. Obviously, I think there's more on the line for Syracuse, but Louisville coming into the Dome and winning would give them huge momentum. Obviously, it doesn't take away from the fact that if the Orange would win, it would give them a giant boost as well. But uh, either way, a lot riding on this first game of the season, Joe. And uh, we'll get into picks. But um, I feel better about this, I think, more without knowing much. So, uh, you know, we'll see. The, the Malik Cunningham and four running backs is, is, makes me a little nervous. I'm going to be honest. I just found out about the running backs today. Yeah, yeah, and and obviously that the backup from Tennessee is a really good running back, and obviously you know Jawar Jordan's on that list, who was a transfer from Syracuse. Uh, they got him listed as you know, and the second running back with Travion Cooley and Jalen Mitchell. So they're all there. They all have um, they all have talent. And the one thing you know with with Louisville is that they return four out of their five offensive linemen. Um, you know they return. You know, an H back in uh, Marshawn Ford, who is an NFL prospect slash tight end. He's a tweener between a tight end slash receiver, with the tight end Des Melton, who who had a pretty good year as well. So offensively, their question mark is their wide receivers. They lost three of their top four wide receivers from last year, um, and obviously Millie Cunningham is just a human highlight film. Not quite Lamar Jackson, but um, same type of same type of yeah. Thing. So. So really, when you look at it, it's a situation where, you know, there's a little scary for me because I look at our offensive line and now we just kind of got to hope that, you know, we can bring a lot of pressure, bring some people in the box and that our back end guys can, you I mean, know, play, right. play man and hold on to these, you know, you know, be able to take care of these receivers by themselves without having, you know, a lot of help up top because we're going to need help with the run game and with stopping Malik Cunningham and the running backs and everything like that. So yeah, Tyon Evans and Malik Cunningham with that offensive line. And then you throw in Marshawn Ford, who's, you know, NFL prospect. I mean, they definitely have talent, uh, on offense, but they're also definitely not a complete offense. And they did have some issues with turnovers last year, um, which we have, we've had issues turning the ball over as far as a defensive team. But again, we've, we've talked about that and we think that, that that's going to change a little bit. Um, as far as defensive de- defensive wise goes, it looks like they're they run a three four, um, so they're still going to have the same type of look that we are. But instead of having you know five D backs, um, they just have f- four D backs and four linebackers. So you're going to see a linebacker come up and come up from the end and everything like that. But um, you know they have an Arizona State transfer with Jermaine Lowell uh, and Destell. Uh, those two at the nose tackle. Seem to be coming along. Their defensive ends are 270, 280. Uh, I mean, they got some athletic size over there. Um, and uh, they also brought in another 
transfer uh, from Old Miss, uh, Will linebacker Momo Sonogo. So uh, That's fun they to do. Say. What's that? That's fun to say. It is. It actually was. I looked at it and I was like, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this. And then when I went through, I'm like, oh, Momo Sonogo. That's easy. Um, So, and, you know, their defensive back and they got Cottrell Clark as a corner is pretty good. I mean, they got some, you know, Chandler Jones, some guys, some names we've heard. But at the end of the day, this this defense wasn't, you know, a world beater last year. I know that they looked great against us, but that was near the end of the year when we had some depth issues. And their their overall defense finished 77th last year. Right. Their overall offense finished 41st, and, and um, that's where it was at. Right. And they lost some guys, but they also have some experience and some stuff like that. So, again, I mean, it's going to be a competitive game, but they are bringing in some transfers, and, um, you know, they got a little bit of turnover in some positions where sometimes, you know, you'd like to have those two, three, four non-conference games before a conference game to kind of get things right. Um now, and I'm, I believe they have a new offensive coordinator who's also going to be their wide receiver coach. So we'll see how that goes and how that translates to these new these new wide receivers. But uh, realistically, that's going to be what it is. It's the first game. You know, they have a, both teams have a little bit of turnover. They have new coaches in different places, and you know, like what Scott Satterfield said, it's like the first game is like a cat, cat, cat and mouse type game. You know, you try to figure out what the other teams are doing, try to make adjustments, maybe you hold some yeah. cards for the third, fourth quarter, you know, like, so don't, it's don't you be, don't you think there's more unknowns for Louisville coming into this game than there is for Syracuse though? I mean, doesn't Syracuse, don't you think they should have a pretty good grip on what Louisville is going to do? Whereas Louisville may not have, especially on the defensive end, which is where the matchup needs to be do you think that, you know, if they've, if they have gotten as good or if they have gotten as, um, gotten better at this three, three, five defense is they lead on, it would be, you know, something to, to worry about if you're Louisville, because you really don't know. So you're right. You're right on that point. But, um, on the flip side, Tony White's been there for what, two years. Three this years. Is his thir- this is his third year, right? Third year. So the two years that we've played against Louisville, it hasn't looked great. No, and it gra- hasn't. And, and granted, like it's been, they've been, it's been at Louisville. It's been later in the season. Haven't necessarily been as healthy as we want to be. So obviously, those are factors. But that's the one thing that scares me because it seems to me like Louisville kind of has a grasp on how to beat this defense. But like you said. We don't even we know really what it's going to look like. Like we don't. That's know. what I'm I mean, saying because we're full. We're, I mean, I was looking at the depth chart yesterday that that Syracuse released, and I'm looking at the defensive backs in every single position, two deep. That's ten players. They've all played meaningful snaps in Power Five football. And then you throw in the the cornerbacks, and there's depth there. And then you look at the linebackers, and obviously the backup linebackers, they need to prove it a little bit. But the starters are good, so. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't even know, again, what you said. We don't know exactly how that's going to look, and hopefully it would look better than what it did last year. Uh, but that question mark is, you know, just losing that whole defensive line. And a defensive line in their first game that's going against a Louisville team that's returning four or five starters from the line on top of their tight ends and all that jazz with Malik Cunningham and, you know, a running back that came from Tennessee. So, I mean, you're going to see a lot of run to set up the pass, and obviously it's going to be by the running backs and by Malik Cunningham. 
So, um, you know, there's those questions. Those are the matchups you want to look at. You know, can our corners lock down these receivers that have little experience so that we can stop the running game and stop Malik Cunningham from having big plays? I'm sure there'll be a couple breakout plays, but, you know, and then the other question is, is how much better did Louisville's defense get? You know, but by the time we played them last year, I'm, I mean, our offense was, didn't look great. So, again, it's very tough when you look at it because when you look at the last three years, especially the last two, they kind of just whooped us and hadn't even been close. But just the situation is different now. And um, with our new offensive coordinators and coach and with the fact that we did return 17 out of 22 starters, like I would say, like you said, there we have more experience coming back. It's just Louisville might have a situation where they had talent waiting to just come up and play. So, you know, it's, it's, that's why, that's why the spreads at like three, <laughs> because well, nobody I, really knows. I, you know? I, I mean, we can sit to... here and speculate, but I don't even think that the damn sharks that bet. know. Yeah. I thought it grew to four and a half, but no, did it? I thought so. Yeah. I'll take a look. Don't quote me on that. You know, I am the bet stuff. Um, but did you take, yeah. did you see our uh, depth chart that came through? Yeah, I mean, I guess um, four. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of surprise. I'm looking at it right now. There's not a whole lot of surprises on it, I guess, except for um, around a Gadsden. Yeah, yeah. Um, Being the tight end, yeah. Yeah. I think again, that's just um, a situation where I think that's just telling well, that. You know, you're going to be moving these people around all over the place. I can see them lining him up in a tight end position, but using him as a receiver to get the mismatches. Right. Does that have anything to do with just using the tight end? Getting someone in there that's got maybe better hands that can be used in short yardage situations just to kind of mix it up and keep the options oh, yeah. open? You know, for- Absolutely. But it also can't be a tell. It can't be, uh, yeah, I agree. You know, it can't be a situation where, well, when Max Mang is in, we're they're going to they run it ninety percent of the time, True. and when Aronde yeah. Gatson is in, they pass it ninety percent of the time. It can't right. be a tell. So right. that's the one thing that I worry about because he doesn't have the 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 weight, really traditional weight, to be a tight end to be able to run block and go against DNs and linebackers and stuff. But again, that we know that these coaches find interesting ways to get matchups and get people the ball. So. I mean, I'm going to keep my trust in them, you know. And I think the only other thing that was really exciting to me was seeing three true freshmen. Um, Gear. Well, he's a retro freshman, oh, right? True. But, yeah, three, is, but three, true, three true freshmen break the two deep with um, LaQuinn, A- LaQuinn Allen mm-hmm. uh, running the running back and with uh, – Oh, that's Jer- right. That was, another, that was another bit of a surprise too. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Jeremiah Wilson – and the two deep for the um, the corner there, and then also um, Dennis Jacquez Jr. in the two deep mm-hmm. for the defensive end. He's a true freshman and well as well. And then when you look at their their transfers, I mean Juwan Price, we know they mean he's going to be the number three, and there's still room for him um, to get some, you know, to help, especially on special teams. Um, but you know, looking at like Isaiah Johnson on. The cor- is the corner out of Dart- Dartmouth making the two deep. And then Braylon, uh, what was it? Um, Clark, Elijah Clark, and then Braylon Oliver being the one, two over there at the free safety. You know, those guys are both transfers that came over. So, About, you know, just Carlos Del, Del Rio Wilson. Carlos Del Rio Wilson. Yeah. So, um, you know, just seeing these guys break the two deep 
it, it really kind of it, it makes it, it makes me excited about obviously the future, but obviously, you know that they did get some guys that uh, that are that are worth playing, putting on a depth chart. And, yeah, especially the true freshman, right? Yeah. So that's exciting to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, the the it, whole. It, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say the whole the whole thing's exciting. Um, and like I, I, I've said already, and I said uh, last week, it's the unknowns that I'm excitedly nervous about. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I can see this game going a number of ways, and that's except for a Syracuse blowout. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can see this thing being tight and losing. I can see it being tight and winning. I can see this thing being uh, just Syracuse unprepared because that's just where you know, what I'm used to. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I kind of disagree as far as that goes. I, I just, I feel like you feel like it's going to be close. No, I'm just, I'm saying that I think that there could be any type of, of matchup because I think that the reason why Louisville has beaten us the last two years is because they jump on us early and then we get forced to pass, which hasn't been our strong suit. And then they basically just beat our butts, you know? Um, but Louisville's kind of the same team. And um, we've never had Malik Cunningham in a situation where we've had they're, that, da- they're down and he's feeling the pressure against our home crowd, our, the home you know, 12th, the our 12th man, yeah. and actually have to make these meaningful throws in coverage downfield. Because last year, he made a lot of mistakes when it came to games like that. And, you know, it cost him. I mean, they made a bowl game, but... Um, I mean, they lost four of their seven losses, I think, were six points or less. And there was a lot of mistakes in those games because it was a close game and there was some pressure. So that's why I just I, – I, I like our chances as long as we don't come out and lay an egg in Louisville don't come out and just blow us out like it's been the past couple of years. Because when it gets out of hand, it's just shown to be kind of difficult dem- to get back. Well, it's demoralizing. There's, there's really, it's really hard for Syracuse to claw their way back. You know, it's, it's not. They're not a come from behind, win from behind team. They're just no, not down three possessions. No. So, um, it could get agonizing if, if that's how, if that's how it's going to go. I personally don't feel that way, but I mean, you know. I don't want to get too optimistic, but I, I I am like I said cautiously optimistic about the whole thing. So yeah, um, I'm just I, saying last year with eight nineteen to go in the second, eight minutes to go in the second quarter, twenty eight to twenty eight to three three. Yeah, okay. At halftime, it was thirty five to three. I mean, I don't know what you do to that, you know. And we only ended up we held them to two field goals in the second half. At that point, it was over anyway. So you know what I, I do? Mean, that, I, I I I bury my face in a pillow. <laughs> that's what I do. I mean, but but that's that's the type of teams that we have. I mean, I think these are two teams that are built to come back from those type of deficits. So that's why I do see a closer game. And I do think that, you know, the 12th man um, is definitely going to help this year, without a doubt. I mean, Dino talked about that. So, um, yeah. Well, in this situation in particular, it's going to be uh, different. It's going to be completely different for coach and quarterback. They haven't been there. Last time they were there, they got demolished. I think they had an interim coach. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but they had an interim coach. 
step in for the year and yeah but i think it was an interim coach and it was the quarterback between lamar jackson and yeah. malik willis yeah it was um okay so i asked all of you on the socials to go ahead and give me your picks i wanted louisville at syracuse final score predictions we're going to um talk about those real quick and i'm trying to see if i have my score already written down so i haven't looked at these yet uh, Dan on Facebook, 38 to 24, Syracuse. Okay. Uh, Chris on Facebook, 31 21, Louisville, unfortunately. Khan uh, on Facebook, 17 10, Cuse. Now, that's a low, I have mine somewhat high scoring because I feel like it's, it needs to be. For Syracuse to win, I feel like it needs to, they're going to have to put up some points. They're um, gonna have to keep up. Uh, Alex on Facebook, twenty-four to twenty-one cues, another low-scoring one. Uh, Jeff on Facebook, twenty-seven to ten, Louisville. And then, holy cow! Okay, I got a bunch of responses on the Twitter. Let me see here, real quick. Let me pull this up. Okay, we changed our profile picture. Joe probably doesn't even know that. No, I'm not on Twitter, so it's on Facebook too. No. Uh okay. At Fossman forty four twenty seven twenty orange. At Chad and Cuse, Louisville forty two Syracuse fifteen. That's a rough. Mm. That's a tough fifteen right there. They worked for that in that scenario. Mm. Five uh, field goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pathetic. Uh, so at Old Hank thirty two. Uh, Q's 45, Louisville 28. Our boy uh, Captain Patrick at OLQs on the Twitter. 34-30. He doesn't tell me who wins. Patrick, hello. You got to give me the winner, bro. The winner. At Jed Sestaro, 44 to nothing. Those are boring to me, guys. 44 mm. to nothing. That's so trite. Us? Uh, huh? Us? Yeah. 44 nothing orange. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, that's, you know, I think about it a little bit. Give me something. At EJ625464, 27 to 24, Syracuse. At Chris02M, 3027, Syracuse. Uh, at Andrew Burroughs, Burroughs17, 51 to 33. Golly day. Louisville. Um, man, there's a bunch of these. I, I, let me just finish them up. At, let's just say Grant on Facebook, all right? 31 to 16 Orange, the Loud House will be loud. Tucker was unpleased with the Louisville game last year. Uh, Michael Jones owes them two extra quarters of something from uh, the soft-ass targeting call last year. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, Tom on the Twitter, Q's 44. Mm-hmm. Louisville 22. Okay. Double them up, of course. At Cuse Waterboy, 34-31 Syracuse. Hashtag Schmidt happens. And we got here. Noah, by the way, at No Blanchard 44. 35-21 Cuse. He he uh he sent uh, a DM with the score, and that's what spurred on me doing this. So thank you, Noah. At Doc Verland, cards 35, Q's 13. So it's it's a it's 
It's a mix. All over the place. It's all over the place. So with that said, it is time for us to pick. And Joe, I, I, you know, it's fine. I like putting you on the spot. So uh, I'll go first. And then we got a, uh, a speaker request here on, what is this app again? I forget. Oh, my gosh. Spotify Live. Spotify Live. I thought it was Green Room. It is called Spotify Live. And I just... I think Learned I Learned about it. Okay. No, I just... I thought I just... Um, I thought I just closed out of it. But we got one in there. Um, what I'm going to do with Spotify Live is I am going to use it for the prediction segment of the preview show and the fan feedback segment of the... Um, post game show. What do we call that? Post, post game show. Is that what we call it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we can keep it pretty. Uh, you know, we simple. kept it that simple. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll do that for the fan feedback segment of that show uh, after the coach montage. So just so you know, um, Spotify Live for both football shows is here. If you forgot, we do a preview show and uh, and uh, and a post game show for every football game. So, um, all right. We start fresh, Joe. Fresh slate, new year, new team, new coaches. Um, Louisville coming into the dome, big, big game, and it, it, you know I can't remember a game this big to start ever in my life, probably. Right? I mean, do you? I mean, I can't think of one. That's all no, not recently. No. So. Anyway, Unless you want to go back the, to the 90s and we're playing Tennessee and Michigan and all them. Yeah, true. I don't know if they're for, any of those are the first game of the season, though. But, hey, we can. Well, someone will fact check us, I'm sure. Sure. Feel free to DM. Um, it would be huge. I want nothing more than Syracuse to pluck this win. I've pred- I predicted a 7-5 and five season for Syracuse. Um, it's kind of hinged on this game right here. So... Unfortunately, I feel like if we lose this game, my prediction is going to um, go with it. So I stayed true to my prediction. I felt like they had to have this game to get it. So I'm, I'm choosing Syracuse to win. I think the fans play a huge role in this. I don't know if you saw Babers welcoming in the incoming freshman class, but they're hyped. They're ready to go. The um, Autos Army last year was lit, as the kids say. It's been the that's been the best student section I've seen in years, and um, I think that it only gets better this year. They're gonna be they're gonna have to stay loud even when things aren't going perfect. That's the main thing with Syracuse fans is that they quiet down too quick. You have to stay in the game. You have to realize as as, as Syracuse fans, they need you. They're gonna need you big in this game, and if you can do it, I think they'll pull it off. Thirty-one to twenty-eight, Syracuse. Oh, dude, so close. Really? So close, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. In his, his press conference, he did talk about that, and he thought that last year's freshman class for the Ottos Army was, was good. And he came out and said, and again, this, this might just be, you know, a coach, coach speak saying what he needs to say, but he said that this freshman class is, is even more impressive. So um, if they can come in and do better and replace – what seniors had left and everything like that, then, um, yeah, I think that we're better for it. And honestly, looking at it too, I just feel like this Syracuse team, there's too many players on this team that have just got bullied by Louisville who 
I mean, they're a Michael good Jones. team. Michael Jones oh. is chomping at the bit. Oh, dude, there's more. It's more than just him. It's oh, just, I know. That's all. That's all we've seen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so my my thing is, is that like everybody on Syracuse has got all the motivation in the world, especially game one to go in there against Louisville. And I don't know if Louisville thinks the same way. You know, I mean, we got UConn week two. Um, you know, they play us, and then the next Friday they got to go to Central Florida, and then they got oh, Florida State at home. So I mean, I don't know. When sometimes things like this happen, where you know you look at Louisville and they might look. Coaches are always going to tell you not to look past opponents, not to do this, not to do that. But it's hard sometimes in the college, um, the student athletes' mind when it's like, oh, we kicked their ass forty-one to three last year. Oh, they haven't came close to us in three. You know, I, and I'm not saying that they're going to look past it, but there's a lot of things that they're still going to have to fix. It's the first game; they're coming to Syracuse. I think it's going to be a rowdy crowd. Um, and you're facing a team that's way more hungrier to beat you than you are to beat them. And the fans are hungry too. They're they're they are so ready for this game, and to and to have a game this big at the dome on a Saturday night. That's it. Doesn't get any more. You you as a fan go walking into the dome. You don't get any more freaking hyped up than that. That place is going to be rocking at the start of that game. The only thing missing is an intro song. For these guys, I mean, we gotta gotta get something going with that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's far past time to get something that going. That should with that. be. I don't think it should be a situation. I mean, you should be able to get your captains together and get a song. You know, pick a song for that season, right? Five but, minutes alone, Pantera. That's my. That's my. But <laughs> but we talked about it, right? And I mean, this is a big game. I think for both schools. Um, uh, and like what you said, I think Louisville could probably still make a bowl by if they lose to us first game. I don't know if that's the same for us. And I don't really care about my predictions because that always changes all the time. Um, but as far as this game goes, honestly, uh, I see a highly, highly motivated Syracuse team. And um, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you. But I'm thinking something like a Thirty-four to twenty-eight win by Syracuse. Oh man! Okay, it is close. All right, uh, we got Michael on the Spotify, Spotify live. Live. I can hear myself, Michael. I can hear myself, Michael. Oh, hold on. <laughs> God. Can you hear me? All right. I can hear you I and can me. Hear you and me. Ugh, crap. Hold on a second. This guy. This guy. This guy. Uh, everybody always calls us when they're better? in their vehicles. Yes, it's much better. Yeah, get you guys, out of your dreams and get into your car. <laughs> but you guys oh, gotta, my God. You guys got to understand, when, you, when I'm on the Bluetooth speaker, I hear myself. And it comes across that way. Anyway, Michael, what's up? Welcome maybe back. Maybe just crazy. Maybe. It's possible. I'll have to listen to the playback. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you guys are so glad, dude. I was I was literally about to say the same scores. I had uh, thirty four twenty one cues. Okay, so guest Michael, thirty four twenty one. Yeah, and you know what, Joe, you're a piece of crap, by the way. <laughs> wow, that's brutal, Joe. You gonna take I, te- I text him all the time. He texts me back two days later, and answers me with some ambiguous text that does not answer my question. Uh, okay, what was the question? Maybe I can help you. I was trying to figure out what kind of headphones you have. 
Oh, and so Joe's okay. Like, oh, hold on one second. Hold on I don't one second. Think they work with Bluetooth, and then he just stops talking to me. And he, I was like, he sends me a text that says, "Hey, what kind of headphones does Sean use? My ear, <laughs> my my AirPods are about to shit the bed." And I go, uh, "I showed that go- you that text when we were hanging out." Yeah, that was me. Yeah, he told me later that was you. But I, yeah, when when I first saw it, I'm like, "Is he? Who's he texting?" Is he texting me about my... I, anyway, I, I have Audio-Technica um, studio headphones. What was the other ones you had? I had a... Um, no, I only had two... I only have two... For the podcast? Yeah. I only have two for the podcast. One is the Audio-Technica ones I have right now, and then the other one is Audio-Technica, but they have a microphone attached to them. They're like a broadcaster headset oh i thought i sorry i thought i thought you told me another brand anyway well l- listen it's really awesome to hear from you guys again because well, thank you i've been starved for for content here well uh I, you know it is like we don't aim to you please. Can blame summer for that we don't <laughs> aim to please i'm sorry we don't uh you know if we really wanted to aim to please we would do something every week but um we love the listeners that we have and they know what to expect because we do the same thing every year and they, and they always come literally, back literally every year you literally every year we're not trying to um you know break any glass ceilings with this thing is just two local dudes who both live in the south now you know i just think um you know everybody needs a break it's kind of like a job and not for joe so no let's Joe's clarify let's clarify he just shows up Okay. Yeah, Joe, Joe just goes along for the ride. He just sits at his girl's computer and and, and <laughs> has a bunch of has a bunch of windows open and clicks back and forth to him. Me, I got to put the I got to put the the montage together. I got to do all the editing for it. I got to edit the show afterwards and get that. I'm going to bed at like eleven o'clock midnight when we start this thing at seven. Joe always says, "You know what time you want to do it." This is to the point of the text that you got two days <laughs> at, later. What time at, you want to do it? Forty-five. <laughs> I want to. I want to do it at six o'clock, Joe. Oh well. Oh, how about normal time? Well, what's normal time, Joe? Uh, seven o'clock. Seven thirty. Like okay, let's try for <laughs> seven. Sure enough, most of the time it's seven thirty. But today I gotta give him props. He got here at seven o'clock. Super proud of him. Um, very punctual today. And uh, you know, if, if <laughs> I, I just I couldn't be happier. If if I could start at seven, I'm good because it takes me four hours to edit the thing and put it up. I wish we had a video. <laughs> I wish we had a video. You four hours, Sean. Four, four hours. But working my oh. fingers to the bone. Oh God! I guess you look. I guess I'll be the scapegoat for this first episode. I'm just Mike. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of crap. Eh, you're right, Joe. Look, I I I reached out to him. That's all I had. I don't know about that stuff, but I did ask. I did show him. I did screenshot. It wasn't like I just left you out there in the dark. You know. You know what we could we could solve this situation is beer? if you just beer. You, no, if Sean, if you just send me your cell phone number in a DM or something like that, they, we we would have to bypass the middleman. You, you know, <laughs> Joe being technologically impaired. Are you Look, on Twitter? Are you are you on Twitter or anything? Yeah, I'm on all of them. Are you okay? All right. Yeah. Well, hit me up. You can find me on there. Anyway. No, but, no, no, uh, no, Michael. Okay, one rule. You find us. Uh, hey, look. You, okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. I'm not on Twitter. So if you're not going to be on Twitter, then that's all Sean. All right. And outside of my job, I am a horrible middleman. 
And want to let everybody know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, also, Twitter. Twitter, I'm getting, you know, we disappear from Twitter for weeks at a time in the off season. So I'm back. It's probably um, a good thing. That thing is toxic. I don't scroll Twitter. I post to Twitter. So it's the worst. I yeah. only look for you guys on Twitter, literally. That's it. Oh, well, thank you. You've been looking a long time here recently. Yeah, so. I just I just search I just search Q's militia and that's it and I'm done. Well, you uh, get get ready. I, I plan on I plan on amping up the amping. I got to get my uh, the algorithm back because when you don't post for a long time and you just kind of just sit stale, it takes a while for especially on Facebook for people to start seeing your stuff again. So um, I'm going to do the polls. I'm going to do all that stuff. We'll always do the, the prediction stuff um, to have fun with for the previews and obviously fan feedback. So um, hit me up. We'll, we'll, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you my number. That's fine. If you got any questions about anything, you let me know. All right, Michael, I appreciate you uh, sitting in the Spotify live green room. Yeah, and, and, waiting and wait. for Joe to finish his long-winded, oh, my God. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. I got to give him the old wrap-it-up symbol every once in a while. That's all he does is just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> hey, qu- uh, so quick quick thing, though. Um, so going back to the Michael Jones thing, when you guys saw the, uh, the press conference, man, I, he just – he's, like, bouncing on his toes. Like, he's – He's ready to roll, man. And I got to imagine his whole linebacker core is the same way. Like those guys are going to eat some people. He's pretty proud of them all. He's got a, he's got a lot of good things to say, but who well, would the who they, wouldn't, right? Though. So the, I want to see it. That Bab- you know, the Babers said that this may be the best line linebacker core he's ever seen, and that includes like Trill Williams and like all those other guys, Ifantu and like all all those guys that like are in NFL right now. Like come on. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And the guy knows what he's talking about, besides the fact, like, you know, he's not super winning as coach in the world, but I don't know. Like, super winning is that's, that's, that's a, uh, yeah. That's super winning is, yeah. That's cutting it Anti. a little short. That's cutting it a little short. <laughs> he's got Terrible. time to make, he's got time to make that up. I think uh, it starts this year, I, hopefully. I think, I think we're going to surprise some people this year. I really do. And I, I don't say that lightly. Okay. Well, we will know a lot. We will, and you know what? The good thing about this year, starting the way that we're starting, with you know Louisville and then Game One and Game Four is Virginia. The, I'm not putting a lot of hope behind Virginia, but it's still a conference game. And um, the thing is, is uh, you're going to know a lot after Saturday, for and, sure. And um, I think we'll have a pretty good gauge of 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 how this is going to go and what they need to do to, to get better. So, uh, Michael, appreciate it, man. Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, we'll see you back in the green room again. All right, bud. You Absolutely. Take care. And, uh, Thunderstruck should be the opening song, by the way. Uh, okay. Mm. All right. A bid for Thunderstruck. All right. I can get a, I can get a poll going with this. I can get a poll. Oh, going you should. I will. Wait, didn't you do one last year? I did, but I forgot the results. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I'm fascinated with it though. And I just love, I just love the Pantera riffs. You can almost pick any Pantera song, and and just dub, just keep looping the chorus, and it, yeah. it would be enough for me. But I understand not everybody's in. Makes that, you want to so. run through a brick wall. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. So we'll see. We'll All put right, the, we'll put I'll that together. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, take it easy. All right, bye. Bye. <clears throat> um, okay. So. Um, Listen, I'll tell you what, you, for me, you, look, for me, I hope that we do good because I want to be able to go to Wake Forest is the second to last game. 
And you going to that? Just I would like to. It's right around my birthday. <laughs> if this, if this uh, season takes a turn for the worst early, then I don't know. Well, we'll see. If um, you know, going into Boston College, if if they could be doing something special, finish out the season strong. It'd be yeah. worth it'd be worth the drive for me to two what three hours, yeah. So, um, anyways, there's something to think about. It's right around my birthday. It's just after my birthday, November nineteenth. Um, so, all right, listen. Um, utilize utilize the green room, the Spotify Live, because it's the best, most flawless way. As long as you're not on the Bluetooth in your car, to 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 get on, <laughs> give us your thoughts. We had one guy, one, that was two times in the car. We had Dominic one time driving his mail truck. It must have not had any doors. Um, <coughs> there was someone bathing a kid. There was someone, uh, we've had all kinds of things. I think a lot of that was Michael. <laughs> that might be true. Like uh, 75% of what you just said, I think, was him. Okay, but, might be true. Uh, hey, anyway, look. Yes. He calls. He calls in. He wants to be part of the show. It's all good. Yeah, you gotta, abs- you know, absolutely. give your kid a bath, or you're driving and you're on if YouTube. You're, and you gotta pull over on the highway. You know, and I mean dude, that's that's dedicated. That's good. I want the I'm one. Gonna, I want the one at the restaurant. Where I say, "Where the hell are you?" And, and someone no, tells me, "I'm at dinner with my wife." I'm not just gonna call him a piece of crap for calling, and you know, he's on his YouTube or his Bluetooth. You know, or you know, he's oh, I was giving my daughter a bath. Oh, yeah, piece of crap. Nah, you know. Not messing my, you know. Thank you for your um, participation. Yes. Yes. Okay. Want well, all of you to participate as well. Be on the lookouts on the social socials, plural, all two of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're hitting it hard this year, man. I'm dedicated now. So, uh, so socials. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait uh, to get on the socials and, and hit it hard. And um, get the polls rolling and all that other good stuff. And that's what this show is about. That's what this show is for all of you. That's, why, that's what it was designed for. So um, we appreciate, speaking of all of you, we appreciate all of you for listening, hanging out with us. This was the Louisville preview. Can't wait for Saturday night. It's going to oh, be a lot yeah, of fun. Saturday's going to be a Joe. long day. It's gonna be, it is. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.